We thank you, Father. Father, I thank you for the offices that I walk in that you have called me to, that you called me. And to use this vessel of clay, give me utterance in what you want tonight, your will, your purpose in this meeting tonight. And I yield myself to you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, turn to at least four, three or four people and say, you're going you're gonna to get some nuggets tonight from heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Many times I heard Dad Summerall say, <clears throat> he said, I've been through several waves of God to healing wave, charismatic wave, word of faith, teaching wave, whatever you want to call it, the word wave. <clears throat> and I heard Dad Hagen say this. He said, you know, when people, uh, when the wave goes out and a new wave is coming in that so many people stay on the beach, and build their little uh, edifice to the, the move that they were in, but yet there's no more water there. And they go out, and they don't come, on, they don't come in on the next wave. And Dr. Summerall, he said, that's why a lot of those ministries dry up, because they, don't, they, don't, they didn't move with God. They didn't go with the next move. Hallelujah. And... Uh, and, and, and here are different men uh, through the years. And, uh, and said, he said, now, Brother Ed, if you move, like when I was in that airlines, I told you the other night or last week when I was with Dad Summerall and he had me come up and he talked me about demons and casting out devils and, and then the, the vision that Smith Wigglesworth had. <clears throat> And he said to me, he said, now you're going to be in that wave that Smith Wigglesworth talked about. Now, this is the word of faith wave that I'm in. See, I got saved in the charismatic wave, 1965. I got saved into a, a, a denominational church. Well, I worked there. I, I did church work for five years. And, and then uh, I got hooked up with these word of faith people. And, and got the left foot of fellowship out of my denomination. Yeah, yeah. And I saw, now, now they partially went with a charismatic wave. Partially they went with them. They had some of those speakers that were uh, Harold Bredesen and, and guys like that, you know, that they're all gone now. But uh, they'd have them in the church, that charismatic wave. They were partially into that. But I, I saw I needed to go and make that move. I went to Denver, Colorado, and, 
<clears throat> and that's where God uh, heard Dad Hagen, Brother Copeland. Brother Copeland was in the ministry just a couple years. And, uh, and John Osteen. God said, you're going to pastor for a while. He said, you follow like John Osteen does. He has a New Testament church. That's what he said. And we've done that. I went to his minister meetings when there was less people than this, just maybe 50 people. And right before he died, he had 14,000 ministers at his thing. But I was there when it was real small and he was teaching pastors. And we all came to, we really got, you know, what's the secret? What's the secret of your church growing? He said, being led by the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Yeah, people would fly all over even when he got bigger and follow him around for a week to see what he does. He said, well, you don't do anything. He said, no, I don't. I just follow the Holy Ghost. I mean, he studies and prays, you know. But see, see, it's very important where we're at right now that we move with this wave. Can you say amen? amen. And I last night uh, uh, and, 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 and this morning, well, my wife, a lot of times when the morning meetings, I get my sermon for tonight, for the night. But last night and then tonight, I kept hearing this. I kept hearing this. The two, setting, the two sittings of Jesus. Two, set, two seatings of Jesus. Actually, I, I got that a few weeks ago and I preached it in my church, but God kept adding to it. Yeah. See, you, you and, and I'm to say this to you, that you have a seat of authority in this wave. You have a seat of authority in this wave. See, it was God's plan. And, and through the charismatic, then I come over among the word of faith. And now I come over in, in, this, in this new wave. Actually, this is what I've been trained the, uh, for the last 40 some years. This is what I've been trained for this revival. Hallelujah. I was involved in the last one. Are you listening to me? Yes. But if you don't take your seat, See, so many people are busy, 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 busy and miss out on the things of God. Are you listening to me? Glory be to God. But you're gonna, you're gonna have to sit. You're gonna have to find out. Now you've been, you know, if you, if you, get, if you hear me and my wife, how, how the Lord told us, to be, well, maybe it's two and a half years ago the Lord said, lighten up. Now I know he wasn't giving me jive talk, but he was saying, lighten up. You know, start, you know, the th- start taking, my, my, yeah, start lighting up. In other words, what he meant, he's just change things that you're, you're attracted to what you're doing now and move it over to another place. You remember last night I was talking about, I had that rubber band, a face so stretched. Now he said, eliminate this stuff, but use your faith on other things for this revival. Yeah, sure. Can, can you see that? And, that, and, we, and we've been working for, towards that. Now over there in Luke 4, you go over to Luke 4. I'm going to preach out of there a little bit. Jesus had an assignment on this earth. Amen. And right before he was about to sit and where he was supposed, what he was supposed to do on this earth, the devil came and tempted him. 
Do you remember that? You see, every, every 10 years in my ministry, I get attacked, but every 10 years, God speaks to me about what I'm gonna be doing the next 10. See, I know what I'm gonna be doing the next 10 years, but see, now, Jesus is about to take his authority and sit where God wanted him for his revival and what he was supposed to do on this earth. And see, that's what a lot of us and, uh, and that I know of, I, uh, that, that, you know, we're, we're, we're searching. Where, where, where's my seat? Where's my place? Where, where am I? This is different. The anointing's different. What, what do we, we got to learn the job description and how, what God wants to do today. See, the, 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 the old way of doing things ain't working in this anointing. Don't shout me down because I'm so preaching good, real so good. good Glory be to God. So he's about ready to sit in his place what he was supposed to do in his ministry on this earth. And that's where a lot of us have been going through. See, see, when you know what the devil's doing and what he's up to, it, it, it's, it's, it's really light and easy to go through your tests and trials when you know what he's up to, when you know his strategy and what he's trying to do. He does not want you to sit where you belong. He wants you to stay on the beach and, and work the old things that, that ain't working, it's gonna dry up. Amen. Glory be to God. So we do know that he came and tested him with three. He tested him uh, with all the money in the earth that he took from Adam. Amen. So here he comes up and then now the devil leaves him for a season. So we do know when we get through our test that he's gonna go for a season until he can get a, a, another uh, opening where he can come in. Are you listening to me? What did the Amplified say there, dog, about the, you know, the season and where he left for a season for another appro, uh, appro, uh, opportune time? Yeah, yeah, it says he stood off from him. He stood off from him. Another more opportune and favorable time. A more favorable time to attack him. Well, I do know when, when you make major changes that he's gonna come and attack and, and get you uh, off that other track. And somewhere else. Well, I know we know that we we made the right choices. I said we know as a family, the Dufresne family, that God has been putting things together. My 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 children are stepping up. Matter of fact, I'm to go home and talk to my boys. The Lord dealt with me today. Go back and tell them now. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have to step up here. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have to, you know, you're going on for the ride, but now you're gonna have to step up and bring your supply. Amen. Glory be to God. Now I asked God to help me with this because in my spirit, I, I, I could do a lot better in the spirit and seeing what I saw the day while my wife was preaching and last night. Because these services, I want, the, I want the sermon to be tailored every night what the Holy Ghost wants. Amen. And this is important. And, it, and if, you, if you get this, that every one of you have a part in the body of Christ. And when you sit in your part, oh, the supplies there, everything that you need is there. Glory be to God. 
Hallelujah. Now look here, that after the testing and everything else, and, uh, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit of Galilee, and there went out a fame throughout all the region about, and he taught in their sin, and he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. Everybody say, this is his home church. And as his custom was, I, I, I don't usually stop there. I like to say as his habit was, Jesus had good church habits. May I ask you, how about you? Smoking is a bad habit. Dope is a bad habit. Amen. Lying's a bad habit. Not paying your bills is a bad habit. And, here, and not... And, and not have getting in church attendance is bad habit. There's a lot of people, the reason they don't grow is because they got bad church habits. Wish I had a friend in here. Anyway, that, 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 that'll, that'll preach. There you go, pastors. There's your sermon for Sunday morning. Anyway, and he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up for to read. Well, see, he had a job in the church. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he opened the book, he found the place where it was written. He found the place. So it, 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 back then, you know, I, I'm not a, a Greek guy or Hebrew guy or, you know, but I can't read a concordance and stuff and, and a commentary. And they say they at least had three up to four people that would come up and their job was to read the Holy Writ. And then on the platform, the minister would, would sit. They didn't have like a pulpit like this, but he would sit in a chair and then he would read some others and then, you know, his sermon or whatever. And they had several chairs up on, the, on, the, on their altar. And one chair was there for the coming Messiah. You got you to see this picture. Now, I would say Jesus is coming in to a new wave here. Can you say that? He's getting ready to be anointed for what God wanted him to do on this planet Earth. Do you know what you're supposed to do in this revival? Do you know, are you getting in place? And sometimes, sometimes, I mean, the tax and everything on your mind and everything else, because our family, we made up our mind, whatever it takes, whatever we go, whatever we need to pack and leave or do or whatever, we're gonna do it. We're not gonna sit on the beach. I'm going out and ride this new wave right in. That's what we're talking about, discerning the Lord's body. What is your part in this revival? Shout me down because I'm preaching real good. Amen. So they delivered this and he, apparently he said, and he found the place because usually they already got it ready for him and they hand it, they unroll it and they already got to go along with the priest and what he's gonna preach. But he found the place. He went in another place and he came over to this scripture. Hallelujah. And it's written, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me. This is the commission of the church. The Spirit of the Lord, I could say the Spirit of the Lord is upon the church. He was the church because he had anointed me 
to preach the gospel to the poor. He had sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach the deliverance to the captives and recovering of the sight to the blind and set at liberty them that are bruised. That's our job. And to preach acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and he sat down And all the eyes of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him and they began to say, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Dad Summerall, he'd always say, he's Brother Ed, do not leave your place of authority. When I moved to Tulsa, he always said, he said, are you sure you're supposed to leave your place of authority there where you had your first church? He was always telling, he was always teaching us that when God puts you in a city, he gives you a place of authority. Not what the other churches think. When we first moved in, they they said all kinds of things. I had feathers in my meanings, oil in my hand. I'm talking about word of faith people said that about me. When I, but I didn't move into, I moved into another place, not their, not their town. Never preached there, never did anything. But God gave me a place of authority. And every one of those churches, pastors that criticize me are not in town no more. They ain't in town. I'm still there because God put me and gave me a place of authority where I'm at. Now, I could not go back to my other church because I gave up my place of authority unless they asked me to come back. That is a different deal. But for me to go back into that town and start another church would be wrong for me. Are you listening to me? Are you getting the picture here? And then it says... Now, I'm thinking, why would they fasten their eyes on him when he was raised in this church? Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, You know, an armor bearer to Pastor Michael, this this man right here. You wouldn't think anything up of him getting up, coming over here and walking over here and whisper something to Michael. Pastor Michael, well, you know, maybe somebody's lights are on or something like that. You wouldn't think anything about it. Now, why would they, why would they all fasten their eyes on him when, when from reality, he was raised in that church? I asked God to show me what really happened that day. There's something in there. There's something there that will help me. And And a lot of times I just shut my eyes and he shows me. I saw, I saw Jesus sitting back there with his stepfather, his mother, and his brothers and sisters, then that was time they called him up and he came up. I saw the whole thing. I saw him roll that thing out and I saw him, then he put it down. He's now this is fulfilled in your ears. But he didn't go back to his regular chair. Where's an usher? Get me one of those chairs and put it right here, would you? See, see there he is right there. He's a Johnny on the spot. Put that chair right there. Put it right there. Right there, yeah. Right there. Now move it over a little bit. Move it over a little bit. No, this way, this way, that way, whatever, that way, yeah, right there. Amen. 
he got up and he finished. Now, now listen, I pray I get this, get this right because for you to see, when you see this, this is so important that there is a seat in this wave for you. And you must fast, do whatever you take, make the changes and and things that would keep you away, get rid of them and whatever it takes to get into that seat. Because that's where the funding is. That's where the health is. That's where the will of God is when you're doing it. And he got up and he handed it again, but he didn't go back and sit next to his mama. He went up on the platform and he sat in that seat and he said, this day has this been fulfilled in your ears and anointing fell on him. That anointing to walk in his authority on this earth. He didn't do one miracle until he sat down in his seat. He didn't do one miracle until he sat down in that seat. Now the anointing destroys the yoke. And seeing this this crowd, and I've been in churches where there were all yokes. And when he sat down, that anointing that came upon him must have saturated that church. And all those yokes come unglued. They were so mad at him. I'm gonna tell you, you walk with anointing of God in your life. I've been in airports, just walked by in my own. Somebody walked by and said, I know you, I hate you. Well, because anointing is on my life. I've had people rude to me. They were nice to the person. I didn't do anything. I didn't curse them out because there was a cancellation in an airplane or I, I just not, you know, being a Christian. But that anointing destroys the yoke. And that's what's been happening in the last three years in my life. There's some that, that I thought was supposed to be involved in my ministry, but they were nothing but yokes and they got busted. You get a man and a wife in a ministry and, and, and they're both called and one becomes a yoke, dragging, criticizing, he's gonna get busted. And you cry and moan and groan because it ended up in a divorce court. But you ought to know this, is because they weren't doing what God told them, they got busted. I'd have to teach on that to get more clarity, but that's all I'm gonna give you. Amen. The stronger the anointing that is on you, the more things are going to get stirred up. They got so mad. They rose up. And not this Joseph's son. I'm going to tell you, you sit where you belong in the body of Christ. The saint, you're not better than Jesus you're gonna have the same situation. Go to Spain with anointing of God on your life, see what you're gonna stir up. But also you're gonna break the yoke over people's lives and everything else and things are gonna happen. Hallelujah. And they rose up. Look at him sitting up there in the Messiah. 
He's saying he's the Messiah. He was. I said, Lord, where did Brother Summerall get that seed of authority? And he took me over here to Luke 4, 18. That's what he's talking about. That's what he's talking about. Criticism, they try to get me out of the body of Christ where I belong. No, I sit. I have a place in the body of Christ. I have a place in what, what we're our message and what we're to do. And I'm focused on it. That's one thing about Dad Summerall. He was so focused. And that's one thing that, 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 that I admired about him. He was so focused in, in, in doing the things of God. One time he came off the plane and his sons met him, came overseas. They flew over there in his airplane to pick him up. He just came in Chicago and overseas. And his dad said, Dad, we got something to tell you what. He said, our TV studio burned down. And he said he just dropped his head and he got thinking, all right, get me a ticket. I'm going and phone the pastor so I'm going to go preach. You know, instead of going and seeing it burn down. And I watched him go through these things. He was so focused. And he said, the devil will pay for that. And he did. They put a whole better studio and everything else and more stations and everything else. See, God, this, this church has a place of authority in Jamestown. Yes. Not just Lucy. Yes, come on now. Come on. No, I'm talking about that God give you a place. In Fredonia, the famous Fredonia where my wife got a revelation. You have, God put you there and gave you a place there. How about Georgia? How about Kansas? Pastor Hernandez, God gave you a place of authority. And when you walk in that, you could be nice, you could be sweet, but when you walk and you know that God put you in that place, the buildings come, the anointing comes, the money comes. Glory be to God, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. I had one, one guy, he was on TV in Trinity. He was on, well, I won't mention his name, but he, and we were both preaching at a camp meeting and, and he, he preached one of the morning meetings and of course, you know, I'm gonna be polite. I didn't wanna go because I know what he preaches, but to be polite to the, the pastor. And uh, he was sitting there and, and uh and what he was preaching was wrong. I'm just shaking my head. I'm saying, under my, that ain't right. That ain't right. And he come up to me and he said, you don't believe a word I'm preaching. I said, no, sir, I don't because it ain't right. TV, live TV. <laughs> and he said something. He said, well, I don't know if it's right myself. And then got up and kept preaching it. And of course, you know, the pastor, they were hooing on over him because he was had a TV program, blah, 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 blah. And he got in the back room and he sat down after his, that, that, that night I preached and he came in the back room and sat down. 
He says, you know, Brother Ed, I don't even know if I'm really called or not. Got a big TV ministry. I don't know if I'm called or not. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to go home and divorce my wife. And I said, you know something, sir? The devil's going to beat your brains out because if you don't know you're called, you better get out of the ministry because he's going to beat your brains up, man. You better know what you're called to do. You better know, and you better walk in that. And don't let Sister Bucketmouth run you out of your own church. Don't let criticism run out of your church. Long as you're sitting, and he'll do what he can to get you out of that sitting. So there's a seat. This is what I heard this morning. <coughs> Excuse me. There's a seat in this wave. And that's what our family, what we're doing, we're working. We're, we're, where's our involvement? Where's our seat? Where do we, where do, where do we supposed to be in it? Not what somebody else is doing. I'm not concerned about other, other ministries and what they're doing. I'm, we're just working overnight just to keep everything where God wants us to do. Is the Bible school right? Is this a, well, we know what's right because he said raise up. Uh, 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 he said, this is what I've been through the years, different Bible schools. He said, but this is what I want for this. And he said, the youth are gonna rise up. Now, let me get this straight. <clears throat> what were all those hits on? What was that? Facebook, Twitter, what is it? Facebook. And was that during the camp meeting? And how many was there that week? This, this year's camp meeting about 8,000. A little Eight, bit over. 8,000. So would you say that in, in that 8,000 that, 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 that we're reaching them with the word of God? Mm -hmm. Could I say that, yes, right? Sir. Yes, sir. So let's close our eyes and look at an auditorium with 8,000 people. This live stream is reaching more people tonight than what's in the building. That's new technology. You're reaching more people out of this building, and ours, that's the way it is. 8,000 people that week of camp meeting. And they didn't turn it off because Brother Slaughter was there. I'm building it up. I'll leave town by the time he gets me. Anyway, praise God. Now you think about it. Now what was the age group? Our target rate that we hit the most is 18 through 25. 18 to 25. And it dawned on me, that's the generation. Because he said, you, you, you're going to get some of the pop generation. Now the pop generation is the ones that have all these seeker sensitive churches. That's the ones they went after. But he said, I want you to go after this younger generation. And the most of the people that are in our Bible school are 18 on up. And, and they're excited about the anointing. I, when I'm talking about that younger you, and I didn't, have to, I didn't have to put my hair purple at a 71-year-old man with hair spiked up with to try to reach the youth. You reach them with anointing. You reach them with the word of God. Hallelujah. Now don't get offended. And in our church, we don't have those big old things going up here with all the lights, all the I said, my God, we, when poor I was saved, we used to see those in the topless places. The pole climbers, they had all kinds of different lights going. I said, my God. 
and then have fake smoke and the naked girl come out of the smoke. That's before I was saved, though. I'm just doing what a sinner does. You know, if, if a person, don't criticize a sinner because he's sinning. Get him delivered, get him out of that. That's what a sinner does. I'm preaching real good. Now, I'm, now don't, don't take this away from my preaching time. I, I just pray that you get a hold of this. You guys have been, you've been praying, where's our seat? Where, where do you want us to sit with our authority? And we're doing that. And searching our lives, all of us, that, the ones that, that I, I run around with. We're all searching, wanting the right, the, the right thing. And of course, they rose up and thrust him out and, and they tried to push him, push him off the cliff, but they couldn't because he was in the will of God and the anointing was on and he walked right through the midst of them. You sit in your seat, you'll have anointing to walk through everything that the devil would try to throw at you. Amen. So there's a place. And that's what Dad Hagen, he said, I, I went with every, he, he, went with a, he went with a healing revival when his denomination fought against it. Healing, then charismatics. Word of faith. God sent me out of my denominational church, sent me to Denver, Colorado to hear a man, John Osteen, Ken Copeland, and Dad Hagen. And he said, Dad Hagen, he's the one, he's the one, oh, he's the one that I want you to sit under and feed until either I come or he goes home to be with the Lord. And it was the latter that happened. And he said, follow him for you'll get your nourishment that you'll get what you need. So you gotta realize many of us that sat under that ministry, he's gone now, so we gotta step up the bat. And I don't wanna get to heaven and say, what, what'd, you, what'd you do with all the, and those meetings and I slapped you and I, and I blessed you and, and every, what'd you do with it? You just laid it down and, and got lights in your, in your, in your auditorium and, and, and did all these other things. And when I taught you, you should have went from there and went higher instead of backwards. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching real good. So there's two people. One is Jesus to say, well done, good and faithful servant. And then I want Brother Hagin said, boy, you was a, you was a good student. You was, a, you, 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 you was in those meetings and you listened. I didn't listen to everything. I made some mistakes, but at least I listened and we took notes, mental notes and, and that. I talked talk, when he got talking about the longevity Talking about people not even getting in the first phase of their ministry and most of them die in middle, middle age. While I'm on the other side of middle age yes. and that's because I did what he said. Yes. I said I did what he said. So now, why, why would God use a man of God and other men, John Osteen, and, and why, why would God use men like that 
and then when they go home, breathe the Lord and go backwards. Didn't he prophesy about a wave coming? Over and over and over. And he would always say, remember, we're word and spirit. Now, a lot of them, a lot of them that had faith church dropped the faith off of there and put community, that could mean anything. It could be a queer church. It could be any kind of church. To learn all that and go backwards is a sin to me. It is a sin to me to, to go backwards. Hallelujah. I've said hallelujah. I've said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, we know the story that, that after that miracle started happening in his ministry, so he sat in that place of authority that God gave him. Then he turned the water into wine and all, you know, every, all those miracles that happened, everything else. Then it was time, oh, I see that. Then it was time for him to pay the price. It was time for him to obey the father when the father said, I'm gonna get you for messing with my, my man and my woman and my children. And the one that's going to get you, he's going to put a bruise on your head. And, you're, and he's going to hit you so hard, you're going to put a bruise on his heel. I said, Lord, what's the bruise on Satan's head? Defeated. See, I was thinking this while my wife was preaching. You know, us preachers, you know, we just, while she was preaching. And, and it came to me, you know, when he comes and attacks, remember she said she turned her back. When you know what you know. See, when you know that he's defeated, he, he's defeated. He can scream, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to do that. I'm going to take all your finance. If you know he's defeated, when you know he's defeated, he's defeated. He's been stripped. Everybody say, he's defeated. I know. But there was people in my denomination every Sunday night, they didn't know he was defeated. Because it would be, it'd be the night of testimony and people would get up and say, well, the devil's been after me all week long. Bless his holy name. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? You know, the devil, and talking about what the devil, how, what are you, you're talking about somebody that's defeated? And he hung on the cross for you and me. And he cried out to the Father. Why hast thou forsaken me? Because he loved you. And he loved you. Love gave his only begotten son to get his man back. Alfred, I said, Lord, why didn't you just wipe those two out and start over and we wouldn't be in this mess? He says, see, you don't know my love. Now here's something. That was my family, and I was committed to them. You can make all the mistakes you want, but he's committed to you. And he, and he will bail you out if you'll trust him. When he hung on the cross, 
He had Morgan on his mind. He had Nancy on his mind. He had Ed on his mind. He had Michael on his mind. He had Timothy on his mind. That's right, he did. And he died. Nobody said, well, he died physically. No, he died spiritually. It had to be that way. You can come and argue. The assembly of God, boy, they argue with that. Well, if that was so, then any man could have died for that. And besides that, he had different blood than everybody else. It's the sperm of a man that puts the blood in the child. What I'm told by nurses and everything, that, that puts in the, that blood. When the word of God became the sperm in Mary's womb, that was God's blood. It wasn't tainted. It wasn't dirty blood. It was God's blood that was going down that, that old tree that they hung him on. That precious blood that we sing about. That blood, it was the blood of God. It had to be that way. It had to be that way. And he went down. And those demons took him down. His body was in the tomb. They took it down and put it in the tomb. But his spirit was locked up. That's another thing. Lord, show me what happened. Show me. And it marked me for life. And he went down three days and three nights in a cell, torment. Then after three days and three nights, God said, that's enough! And the cell gates, bam, 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 several of them. He was locked way in, the, in there. Bam, bam, they were having an orgy. We got the Son of God. We got the Son of God. Stupid people. The Bible says that if they would have known, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. And he walked around. And they're screaming. Kind of reminds me of that. I know this is maybe cheapening a little bit, but Frankenstein, you remember when he said, he's alive, he's alive. That's what they were saying about him. That's what I heard, he's alive. You better believe it, and he lives inside of every one of you and me. And he walked over to Satan. He said, give it to me. Give what? What Adam gave him. How about the power of saying? The law of saying? Adam could just say, come, and, and there was no hindrance before he fall. And that money was there, that everything he needed was there. So all he had to do was to call the name of that thing and it would come because it was built with an ear to hear and respond to faith. And he reached down. You ought to have seen the terror in Satan's eyes. And when you use that name, terror comes in his eyes. 
And he reached out. Put your hand out, honey. He reached. He went like that, and he took it like that. And he stepped back. Now, you're not the devil, but I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> and he stepped back. And wow! And Satan went backwards. And then he went up with his own blood. You remember when he was going up, some folks, some said, no, don't touch me. I haven't ascended to my father. And you remember he went up. Adam's authority went all the way to the throne room. His sin went all the way up. And he washed that all the way up with his blood. Then he cut a covenant with his own father. Now this covenant can't be broken. When you receive communion, that's what you're talking about. And you could join up with that covenant. But he'll never break that covenant between him and the Father. That blood, when you reminded him and the Father, cut that covenant, and it's your two if you want to receive it. And then he went back down. He sat in his seat on this earth. I call, that's the seat of his authority on the earth. I'm gonna get to the other seat here in a minute. There's another seat. Oh, another seat that would benefit you and me. And remember he said now, I've got to go, but there's another one coming. Oh, another one from heaven, another one. I mean the devil ain't got, another one's coming. You going, oh, there's another one coming. In other words, when he was walking with his authority and healing people, now there's another one's gonna come inside of you and then the people that receive it and they can go into the world and have the anointing and break. My God. This thing's gonna get infected in the world. People are talking about all these sicknesses and all these things that are gonna run through the earth. You heard of all these diseases. Well, I just want you to know there's an epidemic of the power of the living God and you go and fest people with it. Now I'm gonna to get to my sermon. And then maybe I gotta go. Before I go, I wanna give you something. Whatever you bind and whatever you lose. Whatever you bind Adam's name was above every name in the garden. Did you know that? Everything bowed to him. He was the God of this world, but he gave it up. Now he says, now my name is above every name. Here's the power of attorney to use my name. And everything that has a name has to bow to the name. You say in the name of Jesus. You say the name of Jesus in your calling when you call things into your life, money or whatever. Then he, and remember Dad Hagen taught us what Jesus taught him. Devil, get your hands off of our money. He releases it. You say the ministry ain't gonna go and cause the money and here it comes. It comes for us every time, every time. When it seems like it's getting loud jam, we have to take authority over them again. And here it comes. Comes every time, why? Because he's defeated. 
I show it like this. Here's a $50 bill. Devil, get your hands off of my money. It belongs to me. He has to release it. Then he taught us, we have angels ministering. And besides your angel that was assigned to you when you was born on this earth. And you tell that angel, go and cause, influence that money. And it comes through different avenues. You got to... Another one from heaven that's going to stay down here. Jesus, where's my usher? Go get that other chair and put it along that other chair. Now go over to Ephesians. You have a seat in this revival. Find out where you belong. Find out where you belong. Go over to Ephesians. Now let's go to the second seating that we benefit from. I have never seen, I have never heard anybody preach. I didn't see it. I just lay in my bed and it kept coming up. I want you to preach Sunday on the the seatings of Jesus. I said, I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, I knew one seat. He said, my people got to know this. See, he came, defeated the devil where you and I are at. And now, oh man, 16th verse of Ephesians chapter 1, 1, 16. Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. This is what he's praying. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of stupidity. (laughs) No, wisdom, revelation in the knowledge of him. See him, what did he provide? As a Catholic, all we knew about him is he's still hanging on the cross and still bleeding up there. Many times as a child, I say, poor Jesus, jump off of that thing. They they still had him on the cross. The Pentecostals still have him in a tomb because of the way they talk. I got him on the right hand of the Father. With my confession and my talk, I got him resurrected. He's not on the cross no more. He's not in the tomb no more. He's sitting on the right hand of the Father. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. So we know that there can be a cataract over your spiritual eyes. And a cataract of unbelief and doubt. Just go ahead and talk against the word. Keep doing that and you'll put a cataract over your spirit, man. Go ahead and say, I don't know what we're gonna do and how about, what you're doing, you're putting a cataract over your spirit, man, the eye of your spirit. You gotta talk right to keep it clear. Hallelujah. The eyes of you understand being like that, you may know, there it is. My, I went over to these scriptures while my wife was preaching. I said, here it is. That you may know. That's what he's praying. That you may know. This is what we pray when new people come in our church. That they may know. Yeah. Not about our program. No. Not that we got to keep entertaining them from them. Come back into entertaining of their mind and their flesh. That they might know who they are in Christ. Yeah. <coughs> 
that they might know that they don't need a 12-step program, but they could get delivered by the power of the living God and by the blood of Jesus Christ and by that name. <laughs> For at the hope of his calling. See, we were talking about what he was called to do. But the riches of the glory in his inheritance, that they may know that they got an inheritance. And what exceeding greatness of power towards us who believe according to the work and mighty power in which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. That's what his prayer, he's praying that their eyes would open up. Pastors, how can their eyes open up if you don't give them the word? Far above all principalities. How far is far in New York? Far. All principality, all not part, all power, might, dominion, every name that is named. See, Adam's name was above every name, but he gave it up. Now Jesus come back and he gave us the name, another name, and his name is Jesus that everything has to bow. Hallelujah. Lack has to bow. Hallelujah. The equipment that we need in the way has to bow and come to you and me. Far above principality, power, might, dominion, and every name that is not only in this world, but also in that which to come. So you better learn how to do it now. And he had put all, A-L-L, all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things. Things is a talentized, so it wasn't in the original. To be the head over all to the church. Everything. Which is his body, that's you and me. Second chapter, verse six. And he had raised, look at this. Pastor Joe, Amy, are you two together? Yes, are you two married? Yes, sir. Do you live together? Because yes, you're together. Mm-hmm. Now look at this. Look at it. Hallelujah. And had raised us up together and made us to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Another translation, as he is, so are we. We're down on this earth. Now look at, here's the second city. He rose from the dead. He did what he did. And then he ascended to the Father. And now he sat in the other seat. And I'm telling you, when you sit up there, everything else looks small. You get up 40,000 feet in an airplane, everything looks small. Chicago looks small. New York City looks small. Everything looks small. When you realize and see through the eyes of where you're really sitting, as he is, so are we. There's your second sitting. Where are you sitting? Well, we go to church once in a while. There's people this week and last week working all over. They're sitting, they're working, they're anointed, they're doing what God told them to do. I have to grab myself. Do you, do, you, do you have the opportunity to get discouraged? Absolutely. Disappointed, disappointed in people, 
disappointed and stuff. Yeah, but I have to grab myself. I got to remember where I'm sitting. That's where you're sitting. That's where your authority is. I couldn't have thought up this sermon. I'm not that smart. That's why when people say, well, we don't want none of that Holy Ghost stuff today. I said, well, I must, let's go take my books, wrap them up, let's go back to the airplane. I got to preach by the Holy Ghost. I told the Lord, I'm not a public speaker. He's good, I can use you. That way you ain't gonna depend on your natural ability to be a public speaker. When I used to stutter, I don't stutter no more, honey. Did you get something out of that tonight? See, that's, that's what's happened. That's what's happened to Joneses. They, they, they were dissatisfied. Not that they're, you know, uh, against anybody or anything, but there was a dissatisfaction. See, when there's a dissatisfaction, and then you get cranky. I wasn't talking about you. I was over, I was looking this way. I wasn't talking about you. Am I telling you the truth? Why? Because there's a stirring, and you got to follow. Well, where are we supposed to be? God will have you take different steps to get where you're supposed to be. I was already set up. Joe and Amy were already set up. Brother Slaughter was already set up by the last wave by a man that set it up for us. And for to go backwards and die and go to heaven and have to face my father. Well, what about Jesus? I'm just talking about my father. And I was in the front row. Amen, that's right, Daddy. Yeah, amen, that's right. I may know what I'm talking about. You know, if you're sensitive to the spirit, there's a stirring. You could go to one place and then you go to another place to get where you're going and tell where that place is at, where God wants you, but you sit. There's, and this is what I heard this morning. There is a chair in this wave. There's a sitting for you for this wave. Don't miss it. Don't get up on the beach and talk about yesterday. Like one guy said the other day, well, we gotta get up and defend the message of faith. Defend it? Preach it. (laughs) Defend it? I live it. And the ones that are drawn to, you know, people say, well, Dr. Frey, I mean, a lot, a lot of ministers being drawn to him. That bothered me at first, but I've seen it. Now, see, my job now is to get it to that next generation that they'll take it. Instead of sitting down and getting off the seat and crying, moaning, groaning, and so I used to me. In the old days, we had big auditory. Everybody brought their tape recorders and everything else. The job description has changed. We're not doing away with the word of God. We're still preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
stand to your feet. Don't forget where you're sitting and find out where you're supposed to sit. And if I may say this, you are a throne sitter. Go anywhere where you're going to God and sit in there. You're a throne sitter. I preached that years ago in Russia and it changed a whole city where it was drying up. Now they got hotels. and I had an old hotel that you had to, you, when you go to the bathroom, I had to take it out in a bucket. And I preached to that, that place for a whole week and the guys that went with me, I said, preach nothing but faith. I don't want nothing else. I don't want nothing but faith. Now they got hotels. Change that city in Siberia with a message of faith. And one night I taught them that you're a throne sitter. Everybody say, I'm a throne sitter. sitter. Say, the devil's defeated. defeated. And my wife turned her back when she was talking about that. You know, when you know, she just turned her back to somebody that's defeated. Smith Wigglesworth woke up. Oh, it's you, the defeated one. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. What are you going to do? Some people would have had a hemorrhage and you know, and they have to go through deliverance and coughing up goobers and everything else. <laughs> defeated. Oh, the defeated one is trying to attack my finances. <laughs> oh. That'd be a good song. <laughs> Oh, the report came back as in the natural. It's a bad report. <laughs> the defeated one trying to put trying to put something on me. You're going to have to leave now. Get out of here in the name. The defeated one. She wasn't talking about turning her back and ignoring it. She was talking about taking authority, knowing your authority where you're sitting. Oh, it's just you. You, hey, and I'll tell you, he'll go, he'll flee in terror. Hey, oh, you got something on your head. Been there for thousands of years. Hey, hey, buddy, Rob. It reads defeated. Resist him and he'll flee. Well, how do you resist him? Talk to him like that. She wasn't talking about just an orange. Just says, uh, praise God, just tell him he's defeated. He ain't gonna do it. There's some things that, that me and my family have been working on for three years to get changed around. And I just, and when, after she preached that, and you know, we went, had some wonderful food, and then I went back to my room to get ready for tonight. And I said this, to, I said, Mr. Defeated One, you could do anything you want to trying to do my properties, but I'll guarantee you, I'll outlast you. Yeah, that's right. Because you're defeated, and I'm, I don't want I'm said it. That's right. You're not going to wear me out. I'm going. You, you're already wore out. Amen. Matter of fact, you're you're on volume. You 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 just you're having a nervous breakdown over this bunch. I remember over in Siberia and I got in the spirit and I said, who are these men? Who are these women? You was there. 
these that are walking on this earth with this power. Raising the dead and healing the sick. Who are these men? These are men that have dedicated themselves to God. There's a seat for you here. Don't let your your seat still be on the beach. Get in this one. Well, I'm trying to be loyal. Listen, if, if you're being loyal to something that ain't moving, you can be kind, you can do it, but I, I'm not going that way. I'm not gonna be loyal to something that's dead. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Oh, 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 there's the fire. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. There's the fire. Fire is going to start dropping on all over this auditorium. The fire of God's going to drop on you right now. The fire of God's going to drop on you right now. The fire of God. The fire of God. The anointing of God. The fire of God is over these people's heads. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. I said receive it. But our family, we have made up our minds. We're not bragging. We just made up our minds. We're going to do what God told us to do. Raising up to work as a team. To go across this land and around the world. In a couple of weeks, we go to Brazil. After that, we're going back to St. Petersburg with this gospel. And that, the pastor was at our camp meeting. And he said, we've been watching you for a couple years now on live stream. We came to Abacon when you was over there. They might have introduced me to him, but I don't remember. He got that big, huge building that's beautiful. And it's every meeting that's jammed full. He said, he said, this is what he said. Most of all the churches in St. Petersburg is going modernistic. He said, with tears in his eyes and he said we're word and Holy Ghost people so we want to get connected we want all our ministers to get connected because we want to go with the Holy Ghost and you watch this will take off the fire of God and it will go all over the world and that fire if you was serious it fell on you I don't, think, I don't think this is the fire that we talked about the other night, but this is the fire for you to sit in the right place and help you. And Dad Summerall used to say, preachers don't let the devil run you out of your place of authority. Now if the cloud moves, I had to go, I had to, I, had, I left my church. Eight years, a thousand people. I had to move because God told me because he had Pastor Nancy there and other things and had to get my daughter out of town for different reasons, but, but he didn't run me out of there. But to get ready. Did you know God's 
You're more important to him than the ministry. You're more important. You're more, you're more important to him. You're important to him. You're important to him. You girls, you're important to God and what you're called to do. Hallelujah. I don't know if I helped you tonight, but I done preach myself happy. This is what I'll say before we close. Search out your heart and ask God to show you what is the things that are distracted. There's so many people distracted. There's people that are supposed to be here tonight, but they got distracted. There's so many preachers so distracted with the natural things of the ministry instead of spending time and listening to God and be in these meetings and get impartations. Yes. Yes, if that phone distracts you, just throw it in the trash can or check it in like they did in the 1800s with guns. Check them in there. They got a check-in coat place. Check your phone in. If it's going to distract you from hearing the word of God. There's times in meetings I say, all right, hold it. Stop that. Some people say, well, I'm using my phone for my Bible. You know, all the Bible and stuff. When you know you're texting, you ain't paying attention. What's the, what's the use? Of, if you're not going to pay attention, why should I keep on preaching? You're being distracted the devil will fight you all the way to the church and keep you not to hear the message, especially what I'm preaching tonight. And see, you're gonna be one of those men that are gonna carry the fire to your own people. That's why the devil fought you. That's why he fought your marriage. That's why he fought your finances. But you're on the way. The right way. You made the right decision. These, these, all these folks, they drove from Kansas. I mean, I flew here. They drove. Because they're hungry. They want. They want what we got. Praise God. Glory be to God. You got something that'll fit? Huh? Well, do it. God, hallelujah. That fire came on you tonight. That fire came on. That fire came on you tonight. Sit in your place of authority in New York. Sit in it and walk in it. I'm not talking about cocky or anything, but just, you know, and how can the one that's defeated hurt you? How can... Oh, it's just you, the defeated one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm taking my place in the body of Christ set by the Father to bring my supply. An increase will come as we work together in faith, I'm taking my place. I'm taking my place in the body of Christ, set by the Father to bring my supply. An 
increase will come as we work together in faith i'm taking my place sing it with us i'm taking my place in the body of christ set by the father to bring my supply We work together in faith, I'm taking my place. Not looking back to the things in the past, not holding on to the old. I'll occupy my God-given place and the glory could never be told cause I'm taking my place in the body of Christ set by the Father to bring my supply increase will come as we work together in faith I'm taking my opposition can win in my life no failure no sin or defeat Cause all his authority on earth he gave I'm reigning in life from my seat so I'm taking my place in the body of Christ Set by the Father to bring my supply. The increase will come as we work together in faith. I'm taking my place. Yes, I'm taking my place in the body of Christ. Set by the Father to bring my supply an increase will come as we work together in faith hold up again i'm taking my place yes i'm taking my place in the body of christ set by the father to bring my supply what I'm going to do, instruction by the Holy Ghost. There's two young people that the Lord told me to lay my hands. He's going to put a cold fire on their lips. 
and their preacher kids. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the seagull kids. Come on up here, honey. Come right here. You come on up here. I believe uh, convinced that when God calls a man and a woman, he calls the whole family. And that's what we train our children since they're babies. We train them up that way. They need to be protected, watched over, because the devil would like to try to knock them out. He tried to do it to, to my three daughters, but he can't have them. And I'm gonna lay my hands in a coal of fire. They're gonna come on you in the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. It'll all come to pass. It'll all come to pass. We've had people with our boys. Says you, you never you seem like you never really have real problems. Teenagers are teenagers, but real problems, drugs and and all that with our boys, because we trained them right, and we kept them around the anointing. We kept him when we taught them when they were children. You know, some parents, they get even babies. Oh, we don't want to take them out tonight and go to church. Might catch a cold. Oh, isn't that something? Just count on it. Keep them at home. You're going to get a cold talking like that. I mean, we just drug them to church and put them down there in the seat. They start crying. We just put a bottle in their mouth. You know, get around that anointing, whatever it took. Isn't that right, don't? Yeah. They say, we ain't feeling good. Fine. By the time you get to church, you'll be all right. See, all that is fear-oriented. And they've been raised around that anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the other children I want is uh, uh, Pastor Michael and, and Pastor Nancy's three girls. Come on up here. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. Now, your kids are in the nursery. Yeah, it's all right. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Yes, the fire. Hallelujah. I'll never forget when an angel brought a fire on my lips and I stopped stuttering. Fire God. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, be blessed. In Jesus' name, be blessed. In Jesus' name, be blessed with that fire. Praise God. So it's important when you get of age who you marry. It's important that they're involved in the camp that we're involved. If not, they're going to pull you some other old dumb camp and get in there. That's, that's training a child the way they should go, praying for the right person. Can you say amen? amen? I don't know if you got any help tonight, but I did. I'm determined. I'm determined. Hallelujah. 
and and my wife talked a little bit about you know talking about some people won't talk about the things they've been through, but some it helps people. I don't know if I'll be allowed to talk about how a demon followed me around, even when I was a minister. I mean, I wasn't inside of me, but it followed me around. And how God took me out of my body, I was in Munich, Germany, and took me all the way back to 1940 and showed me things that I didn't know about my parents, my grandfather, my mother, and it gave me to understand and how to deal. See, see, when you when you know how to deal with that dude, and it, it you know, and his strategies, you just laugh at him when he's. Anyway, praise God. Hallelujah. See, this gal right here, she was raised under Pastor Anderson. Pastor Anderson was raised under Brother Hagen. Her mother was Pastor Anderson's church secretary for how many years? I don't know, 20 years been working on doing that. So when we got praying for Stephen for the right one, the Lord said, go south. So we went all the way down south to her church to preach. And God put that deal together. Sealed. And now look, look at, I mean, she wasn't from some other camp and trying to pull Stephen to a different camp or, or something. Her parents have been taught under the same spiritual father, the same pastor. We're all going the same direction. And we don't tell our kids you can be anything you want to be. We don't do that. We used to years ago, but we found out. No, we, we know what you're supposed to do. I mean, we don't nag you about it, but we know we, we gift you around that atmosphere of where you'll catch it. This all right? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God forevermore. Well, I, I, I don't know, I'm just a little hesitant to do this, but there's, there's a lot of people here. But I felt the Lord wants me to lay hands on every one of you in here for the spirit that is on our family will get on you if you want it. And we just don't, we just don't lay hands on just anybody or let people lay hands on us. My wife learned that. She had a lady, I, I, and I told her, don't let that lady lay hands on her, but she's, she's so proper, she didn't want to embarrass her and tell her no at a meeting and laid hands, and she had a year and a half trial where things tried to get in her mind. Don't go to other meetings that you, that you don't know of the people and let them lay hands on you. I'm not saying other camps are bad, but I stick with, I love my company. I go back to my own company. Hallelujah. Now that fire is in my hand. All right. Uh, 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 Governments. I need governments up here to tell who to come up. What section? Come on. Hallelujah. That anointing. Glory be to God forevermore.
Somebody said, well, I don't know if he should do that. I notice you ain't up here preaching. I'm in charge right now. I want you to come a little closer to the first step because sometimes that anointing hits so hard. Sometimes their toes will come up and kick me in the shin. That power is so strong, so I'm going to do that. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. 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 And blessed. And blessed. And blessed. Yeah, it'll all work out. That's it. That's it. Take it. In the name of that's it. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Come a little closer. Be blessed. Oh, that's it. Be blessed. 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 Hallelujah. I've received an Hallelujah. Be blessed, 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 This way, this way. Hallelujah. Be blessed. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. We got it, sister. Be blessed. 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 Be blessed.
I see the hand of the Lord on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. God's got a place for you in this revival. There's a call on your life. Hmm. And you pray and your pastor will help you. But there's a call on you. You're in training, but there's a call on your life and your family. They will obey. Be blessed. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Be blessed. 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 That's it. Be blessed. 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 Be Blessed, 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 
bless, 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 